0: and welcome to People Behind the Music. I'm Doa. I'm Marjan. And today we have a guest.
1: Hey, I'm Konstantin.
0: And we will be talking with Konstantin about his conducting life and music in general. So uh, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself first so the audience gets to know you.
1: Yeah, um, thank you for having me. It's pretty cool. I never did actually a podcast, so it's, I'm kind of nervous, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, no, I'm Konstantin Schöffner. I study here in Hamburg um, since two years conducting. And before that I I grew up in Lübeck and I, I played the piano, some other instruments, and then I decided to study pia- uh, conducting and yeah, ER, and then I applied for Hamburg. And this was the right choice for me and I'm pretty happy here too.
0: Yeah, but how did you decide on becoming a conductor actually?
1: Um, that's not that easy to say, I guess, because we, I, I was always told, like, when I played the piano and people saw me playing, they were like, uh, yeah, do you think about staying conducting, actually? Because, I don't know, um, I guess I had a pretty expressive way of playing. Um, and then I always liked the thought of making music together with, with like a group. And to encourage them to make a thing together, a great experience, a great symphony, a great oratorium, for example. And it was that was like my my main reason, I guess, because of the repertoire and people.
0: Okay, I mean it's interesting that I hear just now because I actually didn't know exactly. Why people made you go that way? Like why people recommended you to become a conductor? So that becoming connected with your playing is actually very interesting to hear.
2: Yeah. Um can you maybe tell us about your audition progress in high tempo? Like how how did you prepare yourself for a conducting audition like?
1: Yeah, I did actually several auditions in six universities.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um and they are all kind of similar for example here in hamburg it's very uh, very important that you um, pl- that you play the piano mm-hmm. like um, of course you have also options without playing the piano um, but it's it, you have a big advantage if you do and i don't know i uh, you have to sing you have to do theory
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and listening exercises, which is pretty, pretty, pretty hard for me back then. This was pretty hard. And like we had uh, with the composers and the music theory people, we had the same entrance exam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was a high niveau. But then um, you have, of course, to conduct. It's normally in the most universities something like uh, Freischuss overture mm-hmm. And then you don't conduct an orchestra. You just conduct like two pianos two pianists to play their orchestra part and then there's the jury and judging what you're doing and and then the second round was here in hamburg it was pretty interesting you have to play uh, an opera on the piano but like to play and to sing at the same time (laughs) so like italian or german which opera you you choose or even french and uh, it's that was pretty hard for me Mm -hmm. i mean with the time you get used to it that this is like a part of your uh, your study now that you need to be able to do that, but um, it's because of uh, later in life you have to work with singers all day. If you're going to theater, you have to work with singers, and you got you have to know the pieces, you have to know the orchestra, their the the their lines of the singers, their texts, everything, and that's why you have like you need a big all round. Mm.
2: Or maybe it also has something to do with multitasking, like to show your multitasking skills, playing the opera and singing at the same time, it must be really...
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I mean, lots of multitasking. You have mm, conducting, of course. It's always... um, But it's always like kind of... They want to see what person you are, Mm. what character. So like there's a special... Um, char- uh, character of a conductor, or like a character to be, you can get to become this character. Like, and they want to see the potential, and, and if you can grow into this position, because you're like in a position with lots of responsibility and you have to decide lots of things, and so it's like mm, pretty sometimes it's pretty hard and pretty rough. Mm-hmm. but um
0: so they are looking for a specific type of personality
1: yeah also that for example when i came i didn't um i didn't conduct it good honestly <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I i'm also i i'm a pianist but um uh i wasn't like that great i i directly came from school i had like two mm-hmm. years of of classes before of conducting and of course I wasn't good as good as the other applicants, but I had like kind of potential and my teacher here he saw the potential. I'm pretty grateful to him that he took me then. And I don't know. He
2: He believed in you, he yeah. saw the like material maybe you have, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, I guess. And uh, and now I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty happy that I made this decision to come to Hamburg and like yeah. and I got accepted and the entrance exam was pretty uh, a big deal for me. <laughs> like, yeah, for all of us. actually. Yeah.
0: So we talked about a lot of the stuff that happened during your audition process and your relationship with conducting, but I actually want to ask you something more personal than that how much do you think your interpretation belongs in the music actually like how much of your own do you have to put on or maybe not at all mm. everything everyone thinks differently about that
1: yeah i guess uh lots of people say that uh in uh, your own interpretation should be at the second place and the f- at the first place you have the will of the of the composer and i totally agree with that but i also believe there is like A relationship between the composer and the interpreter so like uh, an interpreter can't never do 100% like the composer wanted it to be the piece Mm -hmm. and I I guess there is there is some freedom some kind of uh, I'm not talking about playing photo when there's piano for example um, but just like that, you have a personal touch, because I believe when you play, then it's it's the most uh, convincing you're playing when it's personal, when you feel natural, when you feel sure about it when you when you are happy, when you are um, good with it what mm-hmm. we are doing
2: yeah, I also as a musician feel the difference between conductors, especially when we have the chance to work with several uh, conductors in the same project like we do almost every semester right i mean conducting students conducts at the last concert and everyone takes one movement so you see the difference between the students also as a musician it's really interesting to see that you know some people are more concentrated on the music i mean conductors i mean and some of them are more concentrated on the tempo or the Rhythm, I don't know, but you, as a musician, really feel the difference. It's really interesting. and also, what makes orchestra good or bad in general? Like the orchestras, famous orchestras we have now today, I mean, conductors, matters, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their vision really matters, especially when they're um, like teaching how to, uh, you know, like communicate mm-hmm. to musicians, not teaching maybe, but showing more. Mm-hmm. For example, when we worked with Kent Nagano... Hi, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, hello. <laughs> <Sister> Nagano, hello. <laughs> um, it, I really felt the difference, you know? It suddenly became more together, like a comma music. The whole orchestra became one. It's It's really... Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the thing about um, appearance. It's a very big topic mm-hmm. in our school. Like there, yeah. oh, to learn, we need to learn how to appear right. Like, just with being there, to animate the orchestra to play good, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, what you said with different um, different students conducting different movements. It's it's you see different things, but the funny thing is. Um, when i listen then when i'm sitting then in the audience and listen to my colleagues it's um the orchestra also sounds different yes yes i mean it's it's not good better or worse Mm -hmm. better worse it's just um different and like a a different personal sound and this is just like about your appearance like the subconscious the subconscious um way you are and the Mm -hmm. orchestra takes it yeah. And like for example with the maestro Nagano, it's um, everybody has this huge respect, and, and, and he comes in and everybody is so quiet. And <laughs> you can hear his steps on his.
2: Even though he's not an angry person, uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just respect. Every, everybody's so quiet and yeah. so <laughs> tense. You know what's going to happen? You yeah. know? <laughs> and
1: everybody wants to play good. Yes. so this is also yes. like a big deal about that, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, my strategy is always like um, to let them play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like um, my teacher always says, don't interfere, don't interfere what they are doing. Like because we, as a conductor, can also so much destroy the music. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like because they are musicians, they they are smart people, they can do stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they need you, you should be there.
2: Right? Yeah. A lot of people asked me uh, when I was, I mean, in Turkey especially, why there's a conductor. (laughs) Can the musicians not play alone? Like, you know, actually you can. I mean, if you know the piece, all 60, 70 people, they can play without conductor. But, you know, there's this thing. I mean, conductor makes um, one out of orchestra mm-hmm.
1: right yeah, it's like a combining element yeah, yeah. i mean um last touch <laughs> <laughs> <That was> <laughs> <kiss>. <laughs> cherry on this yeah <laughs> no i i mean um we have the saying like until 1850 you can con- you don't need actually a conductor mm-hmm. but then you need a guy to organize for the organizing purpose before that you also need the guy to combine to make, a, to make music, to mm-hmm. make a huge shame in music, but like with the music history um, from 1850 to 20th century, it's getting so much complicated and stuff and mm-hmm. you just need a guy to organize, mm-hmm. to show where are we and... Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, you also probably can't play Stravinsky without the conductor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> um, oh,
1: also in the opera, of course. Oh yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. If you have opera, if you have down the the orchestra and up the singers and.
2: Especially yeah, with so. the opera, you're right. Yeah. It's a need. I mean, yeah. the mm-hmm. conductor.
1: And it's a different sort of conductor. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty interesting. Like we, you share, you, you divide between symphonic and and opera conducting.
2: And I guess you always have to calculate the timing, right? What's happening on the stage and what's happening under the stage. You have to maybe conduct um, faster to follow the singers and... I guess
1: guess it's the other way around, they should follow you. (laughs) (laughs) You tell me! (laughs) 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 But yeah, there's lots of stuff you have to think about. Yeah. yeah.
2: So how do you study I, score?
1: I, um, yeah, there are different ways, I guess, mm-hmm. different. Uh, normally, I play it on the piano, like I get a, a vocal score and then I, I play it on the piano. And even though it's the hardest, um, because I only can get music in my head um, through playing it actually mm. and then i also can conduct it mm-hmm. you know actually their conductor saying they just put it on the piano and then they conduct it they do not even practice to conduct yeah. because you just have it in there it's your body is kind of the instrument and if you if your head has it you can do it but for example for no no pianists uh, you need like a very much good head, very good head with lots of imagination and like, um, and very fast brain, I guess. But um, for example, once I did a piece of Lachemann, which was like, <laughs> which was, uh, what, uh, which was just no sound, no no notes, no oh, sounds. Yeah. It was just like noises with music. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. so how could I study this on the piano? So this was, for example, a nice lecture for me to learn something without a piano. So yeah. I so sat in front of the score like again and again and tried to imi- imi- uh, imitate with my mouth the sound like <laughs> like, like this. Like, <laughs> really? It sounded pretty weird. My neighbor was freaking out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's... And you have to get to know it and uh, the point is you have to get it into your head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Into your, then you can, then you're able to conduct it. Yeah. But uh, of course there's also these practices, these uh, exercises you do about conducting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, um,
2: like movements. Yes, like?
1: movements mm-hmm. and lots of, there are lots of exercises.
0: Hmm. But
1: this is just stuff for your subconscious uh, knowledge.
0: Okay. No, I have uh, another like very <laughs> career-based question, <laughs> <costume, laughs> which is not going to be very personal. I'm just curious because, I mean, we never talked about this. I I never talked about this with someone. How do you actually become like a conductor of like a good orchestra? Because I genuinely don't know. Are there auditions? What do they do? How do they find you?
1: I mean. Not that I was in their position <laughs> or <so laughs> well, I mean, I'm but yeah. I, I'm I have friends and I have colleagues who are like in that. So um I guess it's uh it's with application basically. With lots of with small cities or with um with normal orchestras you can apply and they just choose and they look at your rec- record. And normally, they just take other chief conductors somewhere else, Mm. or like uh, other Kapellmeister, which have like a long experience, that's what they look for. Um, But like, for example, if you have like a great orchestra, like Berlin Berlin Philharmonics or Vienna, I guess I'm not sure, but I think they choose. They invite like ten people mm. and because it's like an honor to be invited. No, I don't think they 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 make a <laughs> post. No, <laughs> a Facebook post of yes, like, "Hey, hey there, hey there wanna
2: conduct this orchestra?" <laughs>
0: One million <No>. applicants. <laughs> Apply now. <laughs> DM us. Yeah.
2: No, I think to conduct such an orchestra, you have to be famous already, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah yeah that's so um if you would have a chance in the future to pick (laughs) the musicians you will work with how would you decide
1: well that's a hard question that's uh i mean normally i know this from the opera that you um you are not like if you're chief conductor in the you're in the position yes to decide but there's also like other people like the um like the director of the opera who are like also deciding stuff so you Mm -hmm. have always to come uh, you have always to come to a compromise with the new pieces new singers and if you're like a chief conductor for of a symphony of a radio orchestra yeah it's uh, always there's always the intendant it's called i don't know the, the english word um, but i think it but i'm sure it's it's common um, you have to talk with him and stuff so there's always this this uh, this conversation about it but f- to pick if i could choose um, i it's you should care about the money the orchestra has Mm-hmm. So, like if you can actually afford the great, for example, great soloists, or this is also a reason. And um, uh, it's a hard question, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I would, maybe um, from my experience, I would you know, take soloists or take musicians I, work, I had pretty good concerts with already. Hmm. That's what most okay. many people do. Or you um, look for. For the big festivals who stand by it who is right now on the market i would say wow yeah. Okay. Like.
2: yeah okay let's make a fiction scenario <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. you, <laughs> are <laughs> you are oh, a famous what? conductor <laughs> um, <on>
0: <laughs> of a
2: famous orchestra and there's one place for a principal flutist. <laughs> 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 oh, Let's say I'm no. <laughs> no, I guess
1: in this case I I don't have the so much authority. Of course I do, but there's mm-hmm. also like the orchestra. Uh, forstand you have like mm-hmm. a gr- group, so the orchestra also has some has a vote to join. Yeah, and of course I need um to be able to judge. Uh, to to uh, come to a conclusion to to have a choice for me, so I need um, to understand also like I'm not a flutist mm-hmm. to un- understand flutists. So, um, but with the time, I believe I'm going to learn that. Yeah. And like with working with orchestras, I I will learn how uh, who, who is a good flutist and who is not. I mm-hmm. learn how to understand that. So.
0: So you would take my job. <laughs> <laughs> That was a tough question yeah <laughs> that i mean i'm i might be jumping on topics a little bit, so i'm very sorry about <laughs> the listening experience but i also wanted to ask about rehearsals and how do you rehearse i think i should have asked this after the score question sorry no it's <laughs> absolutely fine yeah uh, how do you rehearse and what makes a good rehearsal i think that's like more than half of how to be a conductor, how to become a good conductor, I guess, because performances depend on the rehearsals.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. It's it's funny because sometimes you see um conductors conducting like you don't understand it, and, and like okay, I don't really like that. Think you think that, and like well, why? And, but then the next time you go in their rehearsals, and then it's aha, okay, <laughs> because they do such a great rehearsal, mm. and yeah you can help so much i mean it's even harder the other round if you don't rehearse and like because then you have to show everything with your hands like with yourself mm. it's harder than doing a good rehearsal so mm-hmm. rehearsing is 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 like, is a big topic of course it's like one of the main topics mm-hmm. i would say personal it's even more important than mm, than the conducting itself mm. Um, what else is interesting you always have these uh, rehearsals where you're responsible for everything Mm -hmm. like it's like in front of a a classroom like you're responsible if the windows open or if you don't have light that's always happening can we please have light (laughs) (laughs) and then you're thinking yeah I'm actually here to conduct why am I but yeah it's it's your fault then you know like you should take care about it
0: Mm.
1: And um, and rehearsing, yeah, to work with a group, to bring the group from one point to the others, you need, like, charisma, lots of charisma, and, like, a sense of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. What is the mood of this uh, musician there? Is he? Did he have a bad day? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And do I have to help him, do I should care about him, or is he is see, like always good and like I focus more on other people, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, there are lots of rehearsing technique. We have like a book about it, <laughs> 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 where you have like do that and do that, but this is like just like guidelines, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and there has to be a huge difference between student orchestra and professional orchestra when it comes to rehearsals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in the school orchestras, Let's say it's, I mean, in the first rehearsal, <laughs> everybody plays horrible. Everybody cause just focused on their part and just focused on playing right, not making music or just not being, maybe it's also our fault of not preparing ourselves fu- fully, not listening to the piece, like lots of time. But um, also we have our own busy lives and like,
1: yeah, of course.
2: You know, but um, yeah. What would you expect as a conductor from a school orchestra in the first rehearsal, <laughs>
1: at least,
0: <laughs> maybe for future reference? From, yeah. <laughs> that depends
1: on the context, I guess. I mean, if you have a concert next week, yeah, or if you have a concert like in one month. Mm. So and like, how
2: many days is enough for uh, preparing a concert? For?
1: Um, y- yeah, I would I wouldn't say how many days. I would say how many rehearsals. Mm-hmm like depends on the piece if you have like a great symphonies of course take a week with uh, each day rehearsal and if you just have an overture yeah you maybe need only three days mm-hmm. but um yeah normally it's always a problem that you don't have enough time of the rehearsal that's yeah. what we learn to f- do everything fast and efficient mm-hmm. like but why what i would expect I mean expectation is a big word. Um I also as I prepare, they should also prepare, mm-hmm. of course. And it's also in other orchestras like that I think. Mm-hmm. Um like the first day of, of the rehearsal is like um they prepared it but uh, they're not perfect. And then before the second day they go home and, and prepare it and they know how to do it and the next day is perfect. But um, the difference between, like, school orchestras, like, it starts in the first, second, if you compare it with the um, professional orchestras, like, uh, um, tuning, mm. like, or like, uh, and <laughs> the timing, like, they start at 10. At mm. One minute before, the concertmaster stands up, and, and then they, they tune, and everything is silent at 10. Like, it's like a ribbon. And nobody is late. Nobody. Because then they have to pay, like, in their orchestra. Um, that's, that's
2: you right. mean the school orchestras,
0: right?
1: Yeah, no, I'm the professional. Oh, the no, professional orchestra. Oh. The, nobody's late there.
0: Okay. Uh, it's work.
1: Yes, yes, it's like...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's like, maybe, yeah, maybe because it's work, you take it more seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is the only, not only maybe, but it is the main thing you're doing. I mean, if you have a stelo, like in some orchestra, then it's mm-hmm. what yeah. you do with your life in a way. But yeah. studying is like, it's just a part of the thing you're doing and it's you're not going to like be out of food next month if yeah. you go late to the rehearsal student <laughs> orchestra. I feel like, it's not going to be like, oh my God, I couldn't buy bread this month because yeah. I didn't show <laughs> the Hochschule Orchestra, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe a bit dramatic, but like in the... I see your point. <laughs> in the basic sense. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I guess this was a nice place to wrap this up. I think we're through with our questions. So what we do... We also have a Turkish podcast that we do, by the way, uh, in which we have every week a, a little segment. Yeah, it, that we
2: suggest book, movie and music.
0: So I would... Ask you or wish oh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> that you do that too. Now, if you have something in your mind,
1: so book, movie, or and, and. and. Not, <laughs> or. not or, no, 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 book. Um, lately, I'm pretty into Thomas Mann. Right now, I'm reading Doctor Faustus, but what I want to recommend is like um, his classic book, The Bundbox, The Bundbox. And I'm from Lübeck, so. This, uh, it's a house, it's a family mm-hmm. uh, in the 19th century, and it's very interesting, interesting and um, very good book. I could recommend that. Okay. Um, then...
0: Movie. Movie.
1: <laughs> oh, Did yeah. You're
0: like super <laughs> pressured. <laughs> <laughs> movie? movie. Go on. Yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> the movie, um, yeah, there. Um, I always wanted to watch Schindler's, Schindler's List. Mm. Um, and I never had the courage <laughs> to do it because I knew this is so heavy, so heavy. And then I did like months ago, like month ago. And um, it's a very good movie. Very hard and very, it's, you need to take time for it. I watched the whole credits in the end. It took me, it took me and like, yeah, as a German it's like, you feel, if you feel it like it's, it's not just a movie, you know. That mm-hmm. Everything of this is real, and yeah. this makes you feel so. It's harsh. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah, so harsh. I could uh, uh, only recommend it. Um, and music these days, I listen to lots of uh, Bach motets. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's very. Um, I think it's because of the season, like Christmas, and Mm. (laughs) (laughs) we we always hear Bach then. But for example, Jesu meine Freude is very, very taking, and it has this peacefulness in this music, like Mm -hmm. with with Bach. I always feel like that. Or Komm, Komm, Jesu Komm. But yeah, that right. These are my recommendations.
2: <laughs> thank, thank you, you very you. much.
0: <laughs> thank you for like joining us. Thank yeah, you thank you
1: for, for having you. me. It was very nice.
0: Okay, then. Hey, okay, wow. Yes. I, we will see you in two weeks, I guess. Um, yeah, most probably. Yeah, right? Most yes. probably in two <laughs> weeks. So take care. Thank you for listening. And see you next time.
2: Bye-bye.